0: giving voice to liberty in our time. Joey Clark. I rode my bicycle
1: past your window last
2: night.
3: Well, I didn't, but...
2: I roller-skated to your door at Yeah,
3: daylight. true story, even though I've worked at Fun Zone Skate Center for like three years, I never really, I never really learned how to skate very well. But uh, that's the past. And tonight, well, we have such a great song. Anyway, um, we have 84 in studio, otherwise known as Clay Southernwood Sharp. I really like this new name. I think it fits you well.
4: I do, too. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to love that.
3: Yeah. I like the idea of getting you that uh, paddle. Because you're the enforcer at your own home. That is correct. At least what you called and said the other night. Uh, that is that is the truth. And already, as I mentioned this, your secret guest, our secret guest tonight, is over here giggling at the very things we're saying. It's like, my goodness.
4: So I'm not even sure how to, how to bring you on the air. Well, secret guest knows almost everything every one of my secrets Mm -hmm. like everything for real but secret guest knows that what i said the other night is the truth okay well let's get into this this is uh this is
3: southernwood 84's clay's wife lauren how are you
2: i'm good how are you tonight i'm
3: great I'm I'm fantastic. This is so much fun. Like I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> how much fun I'm already
4: having. Number one. Oh, oh, I, I'm I'm feeling great too. Cause I just want to bet. Yeah. With with one, and I won't say Baron Coleman's name out loud. Yeah. But I just want to bet with him that my wife would chicken out and not show up tonight. For shame,
3: Baron. Well, because we've m- met each other many times before, Lauren and. Uh, you didn't seem chicken to me.
2: No, and I'm not real sure why Baron would think that I would be scared to come on the air, but... Maybe
3: we'll we'll have that out with him another night or another day.
2: Sounds like a plan.
3: For shame, Baron, for shame. <laughs> but my first question, and we'll open this up. If y'all feel free, we'll, we'll questions back and forth, normal conversation, how the show normally goes. But my first question, shush, number one... <laughs> Lauren, how do you put up with this choker?
2: I don't listen to a lot of the stuff that he says. <laughs> Honestly, with four children and 84, it kind of goes in one ear and out the other.
1: Yeah.
2: So. I think a lot of it just kind of goes <laughs> over my <laughs> head. He's looking at me. And I'm not real sure why he's looking at me like that. Because he has said multiple times lately, I don't listen to a lot of what you say. Well,
3: that makes you brilliant. Because, you know, sometimes you're in here, 84, and it's like, oh, just get on with the story already. You're becoming like the, <laughs> the stereotypical southern storyteller. Like, well, in here, well, you know.
4: He's sitting here so, mouth so, so, mouth so, agape, folks. Yes, a very good way to put that. He's shocked. So so you're gonna say that just because you're in front of a microphone? Now you're gonna say that to me? Oh wow. so what, that
2: I don't listen? Well you know that already. Oh, but who's accused of
4: not listening? <laughs> I told you that. Two days ago, I told you, we had a wedding to go to this weekend. Oh blah, 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 blah,
2: Now, Joey, does he do the same thing to you that he does to me? Oh, do you whatsoever? ask him a question, mm-hmm. and ten minutes later you get a response? This is true. I've I realized
3: this. Okay. And it's only been like a year or two since not, I him. Not
2: only that, but sometimes I'll ask him a question, yeah. and I'll wait, and then I'll say, well, are you going to answer me? And he says, oh, I, I wasn't listening. <laughs>
3: Yes. Yes. Sometimes I get that feeling as well that we're trying to have a conversation and then he gets lost in the story. And I don't think, you know, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, Lauren. Sometimes I think he just gets lost in his own story and he's having too much fun. Most definitely. Right. It's not a terrible, it's not a character flaw. It's just, it's a truth. All right. Who who, who,
4: who invited this woman up here? (laughs) You did. Joey, we have a great time when you and I are together. Yeah. (laughs) I'm having a great time right now. I'm having a wonderful time. And who agreed to let you be the one to ask the questions? I generally ask the questions.
3: You did. Oh, dang.
4: Do you just, you like putting
3: yourself in an uncomfortable situation? I do. So, I really do. So you just don't listen to it. That's a brilliant strategy.
2: Uh, I, well, I listen. Right. But a lot of it just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. And I, I hear it. I just don't always.
3: You No, know, I've heard people are able to do this, and yeah. in particular, moms are able to do this with kids, where you're listening to them, yes. and and you're hearing all of it, but a lot of it's just talk, and yes. then you, you can key in on the really important
4: stuff.
2: Oh, yes, definitely.
4: And and I think that's a, sur- a survival technique for mothers, mm-hmm. especially stay-at-home mothers, like my beautiful wife here. We, we're going to kid around a bunch tonight, but this is Lauren, Rowena, I call her. Where does that name come from? uh, Well, that's another story. We'll tell that in a second. We'll get there in a second, yeah. But uh, I think that's a a survival technique that you have to, you know, be able to hear things without listening. Because if you pay attention to every single thing that a child says to you in the growing up ages, Mm -hmm. it'll drive you crazy. I mean, it will absolutely make you lose your mind. And Lauren is, I mean, Rowena is great at saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what? What? He's bleeding? Okay. (laughs) Let me go check on it. (laughs) She's wonderful at that. So you had to pick up on, you know, you listen to the things that matter, but you hear everything. Hmm. But the the problem is, is Wena... Remembers everything, whether she's listening or hearing. Right, and then when it becomes useful in the conversation. And I don't. Oh, so you get caught off guard. Because see, see, last night, and and I love the way that your show is structured this week. If everything works out, yeah, it's couples week. You've, you've got. uh Emily and Eric were in here last night, and they're engaged, and they're they're all lovey dovey. Everything's great and wonderful. You Should hear them off air. Oh, I have goodness! It's ridiculous. He got me a new desk. He did
3: this for me. I know it's sweet and wonderful, and and it's it's new love. Great, good for you guys. But I'm a I'm a single guy.
4: Tell him, Lena. So much that crap ends, don't it? It does. Okay. Okay, and then tomorrow night you're going to have. What Christy and and hopefully her husband, her
3: husband, yes.
4: In in what one year married? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh wow, that's, a, that's not even getting started.
3: <laughs> that's a, that's a hell of a laugh. I've you, never heard
4: that laugh, <laughs> dude. You have no clue. Get to twenty two. Is that right?
2: <laughs> twenty three.
4: Twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two. twenty uh, three years. Been, married. been been together for twenty three. Okay. Now we were similar to Eric and, and uh Amy. I mean we we were
2: <laughs> we, we started only dated for ten months before he proposed
4: yeah. Oh wow, okay. We, and, and, no, we were married.
2: I think a we, year and a month. we
4: yeah yeah I mean so I mean it was pretty quick. That's a good
2: place. But I knew. To, I just
3: knew though. You, you knew, and that's a good place to start. Were you surprised
5: by the proposal? Ye-
2: yes, I was. Okay. I always joke and say I scared it out of him, but he swears he had the ring before. I had an allergic reaction to a medicine I was taking. In I forgot
4: about that story. March, Joey-
2: that was when the rodeo was in the spring. Okay. It was March of that year that's right. And he came back from an Auburn basketball game and was going to stop at my apartment and check on me and I wasn't there. And I'd left the doors unlocked and the lights were on and he knew that wasn't normal for me. Yeah. But when he I worked at Jackson Hospital at the time and when he called the hospital they didn't said I wasn't there. Well, I was. I was in the ER. And so I, he called around and I think you just came up to Jackson just to check to make sure, and sure enough, I was there. But I always joke and say I scared it out of him because, like, the next weekend was the rodeo and he proposed. But he swears he had the ring already.
4: I, I did. I mean, I, I bought the, I bought the ring uh, the November of the year before. I bought your ring before Jamie bought Lee's ring. See, this, and, is, uh, this
3: is awesome to hear because I just watched the behind-the-scenes process. My brother just proposed to his girlfriend, now fiancé, and he showed me the ring after he bought mm-hmm. it. He, months before, he's talking about saving up for it, and he's like, look at this. And then I saw the proposal happen, this beautiful sunset in Saratoga Springs, New York, and it's like, okay, this is awesome. And then last night, I want to break some news, he asked me to be his best man. Wow! I've never been a best man before. It's going to be fun. I I said, sure, man. I don't know what that entails. He goes, I'm not sure either. We'll figure it out. (laughs) We'll figure it out. I think
2: a speech is involved.
3: Oh, I can do that. That's the one talent. That's the one skill I have. (laughs) It's like, fix the air conditioner. No. Uh, Put paintings on the wall. Well, how big is the painting? Like, I'm not good with tools.
4: Or at least that's what I tell people, so I don't have to do anything. So... But, yeah, you know, I forgot about that, Lena. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, that's... It, she the was, life or death I, situation Yeah, I, mean, I, I couldn't find... Her. And I did. I, honest to God, I I had the ring, and I knew I was going to engage her from... <laughs> engage her. <laughs> what's wrong with that? It just I was going to engage her. I'm going to engage her. <laughs> oh, who's going to say no to this, man? A lot of people. Who is going to say no? <laughs> I would. Yeah. <laughs> uh you never had asked big boy the uh oh my but uh
3: wow there, Southernwood.
4: but no it, it really did that that was when it really it it really did solidify in my head that I'm extremely worried about this person and I really want to know Absolutely. where they are and why they're not where they're supposed to be yeah. and when I couldn't find her it scared the Bleep out
3: of me! Yeah, absolutely. What it did. Well, no, and I want to because I've and I heard it's time to do it. I've heard your version of this story plenty of times. Something about dancing in your butt or whatever. Oh my God! But I have never my... heard from you, Lauren. Yes, like, Wayne, I tell the, him f- the first time you two met. Tell, tell
4: he, the truth you and actually, save the preacher.
3: Like he's he's <laughs> all and it's romantic and it's amazing and I believe him that like he knew when he met you. But like where you when you first meet this fella here. Like, what did you think of him?
2: Well, he was cute.
3: Well, he was enough.
2: nice. You yeah. know, I mean, it was a date.
4: Yeah. He was cute. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Tell them about Mark that you were on a date Oh, with. wow. 20-something years later, and we're still bringing up Mark. Yeah. And I'm not even going to bring up
3: Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him for That's 25
4: years ago. Look at how... That's good. 30 years ago. Oh, this is adorable. I've never seen you like this. I'm. I'm just. I'm just saying. So I, I love my wife. Right. And she's. I mean, she's everything to me. And I'm extremely jealous. If Joe, if you look at her and go, man, you know she's pretty hot. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's groovy. Sure. But to think that you have. Thanks for the permission. Kiss her good night. Uh, drives, drives
3: oh, Drives a man I mean, mad. A, oh no, your sh- Lauren's shaking her head.
2: <laughs> okay, here's the difference.
4: Right, we fixing a fuck.
3: This, this is a difference those, in those
2: two guys that he's talking about. Were what twenty five years ago? One yeah. was a college boyfriend. One was a guy I had a few dates with before I met him. He's never seen on, them on, say, or say, met say them, that, them. Say that last part again. Before I met you. Before you met me. He's yeah. never seen them or met them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He grew up here. We live in the same community as all of his past girlfriends. (laughs) So, I see them all the time. So, you tell me which one is the worst outcome here. That
4: was the bus running Uh, over me right there.
3: Well, and have you actually opened up and told the stories? I don't want to hear the stories now, but, I mean, this is what couples do. They'll talk about past loves and these sort of things. and. I mean sometimes they're, I feel like there are traps so lord like somebody asked me and I have talked about I I have seen somebody over the last few years and she asked me sent me a text actually of a very smoking hot woman's backside and the question was is her butt as good as mine and uh. I sent back a gif of Alec Baldwin saying am i dead did i die <laughs> And I left it at that. I'm not answering that sort of question.
1: Yeah,
2: why would you even ask something like that?
3: Uh, mostly to make me squirm. She thinks it's hilarious. You fish
4: him when you do something like that. Yeah, as you got the head shake. Uh, how I, many I, wait, how many girlfriends be... did he have? Oh,
2: I don't know. But you know, small school. Right. You know, small class. I don't
4: know. It couldn't have been more than what 2 300 something <laughs> like that. Well, be, but because you brought it up, a
3: four, um, like okay, we had Emily and Eric last night. Hopefully, Christy and her hubby tomorrow night. And those are, you know, just not even married, one year married, but you you laughed, and it was almost like a, it was very. There's a lot in that laugh, and I I feel like over uh-huh. the years like you're committed, that feeling of I want to know where this person is and also the, the jealousy aspect. Somebody else better not kiss her and I'm sure it's mutual. The, that stays, but I'm sure you learn things about one another and no, I'm not asking you questions. It's not your turn to talk, 84. He, he had his hand up, he was biting, ready to go. Is there something about him to this day, which he probably already knows you think, that is just like, dude, what is your problem? Something that annoys the hell
2: out of you.
5: <laughs> how long You've only got to- one hour, Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that was exactly what was coming out of my mouth. How long do I have to think about this and how many answers can as I?
3: As long as you wish. Um, Go on. I-
2: sure. I mean, I'm sure there are things that annoy me. Uh, The thing that we were talking about to begin with. The fact that I can ask him a question and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait wait. 10-20 minutes later and he responds or doesn't respond Mm -hmm. and it's like, hello, did you hear me? Oh no, no, I, I wasn't listening. Or yeah, I'm thinking. How long does it take to think about a response to a question that you get asked? I mean, there are there you know well, there are a few things. Was there you, one you, thing you hear like, her
4: voice? Yeah. When 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 oh, Weena, see see that's her normal voice right there. Her little laugh. Mm-hmm. Her ha, ha ha is about that octave when she goes whoop and she's like, what? What <laughs> Then you know she's pissed off. <laughs> and she's really thinking <laughs> No, but
3: I'm thinking like the thing that you if as a young couple there would only time allowed you to realize something about one another. You know what I mean? It's like I guess you get tested with kids, but also as you grow up, you grow together, and it's like, man, a lot of stuff works really well, but then you learn other things about one I, another.
4: I, I think the one thing that is different about Lauren and I and it, kind of the current situation with people is we were so young when we got married. Mm. We were 22. I, is that right?
2: I But well, you were turned, much older uh, than me. You were 23. <laughs> I had just turned 23.
4: And I was 22. Mm. Cougar. It around getting on me. No, you but got uh, nothing on
3: me, Southern one. You got
4: nothing
3: on me. <laughs> you
2: do know there's only... There's a whole three months difference in our ages.
3: Right? Oh, I, 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 I know. It's, that's what I'm saying. He's got nothing
4: but on me. But I, I think we got we got married at such a young age, and and we we actually talked about what our life was going to end up being. We talked about. I asked her, "Do you want to be a stay home mother? Do you want to stay home with our children?" And we both agreed on that. Not to say that's the only way to do it. I think it's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. But we agreed on all that. And so we set our life up as 22 year olds living in a single wide trailer, You know, making payments on a, a it was like $143 a month yeah. for the trailer. But we lived on my salary and we played on her salary. And then once we had, she became pregnant. Then she could quit her job, and we cut down on our playtime, but we didn't cut down on our necessities. Right, and we, Lauren and I, really grew up together, is what we did. And I think I'm not saying it's the only way to do it. I think it's a great way to do it, though, is when you get married early and you do grow up together with somebody. And and I asked her, I did ask her now to be serious for a second when when we got engaged, I said, You are committed to staying married to me no matter what And she said, Oh yeah, I am and I said, No, I mean no matter what. No matter what. We're gonna stay together. Yeah. And the way she looked at me and said, Yes, I'm not leaving you And I said, Okay, we'll do it. And you know what? It's been hard as hell it has been hard as hell from time to time over the last 22 years, but every single day you get up, and I've not one time walked out of my house without kissing my wife and saying I love it's pissed I remember you telling off me that. As I've been at her... And she's bitched probably more times her being pissed off at me, Sure. and I can tell the way she kisses me when I lay. (laughs) You deserve it half the time. Oh, and yes, I do, but she does too. Yeah, you know it's not not always one time. It's a two way street. And uh, but we had that commitment, and you said that in the opening of the show, the commitment. Is more than the love and the feeling because right. feelings come and go. Man, they just—they're all over the place. Well, and it's weird for me because I am
3: a—I'm a 29-year-old single guy for the most part. Single, kind of, um, kind of. I am technically, but uh, that's a whole other you mean, story.
4: Kind of guy or kind of single? Kind of single. <laughs> okay. <I'm> kind of <laughs> guy. Want to make sure? Well, kind of guy too, you know. I know if you had the scissors out, right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, good Lord, no. Why would anybody do that?
4: Matt, I don't know.
3: That's just... Hey, that's up to them. Don't even suggest that in my presence. That's your own business. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's terrible. That's... Why do you... uh, I'm I'm a little... (laughs) Did I make you lose your train of thought? Yeah, and I'm about to throw up? Like, I wouldn't want to do that to myself. It's like if somebody else wants to do it, all right. Goodness, is there not another way? 'Cause you can't reverse that.
2: How did we get off on that tangent I'm, there? I'm
3: not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh my goodness. No, I did bring up last night with uh Emily and it's this study that they threw out there. That CBS and it's out of the University of Chicago and they said the Southeast is the most sexist place in the country. And to a degree, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna fight with the study too much, but one thing they said is because it's more sexist, people get married younger and have kids earlier. And I was like, okay, ma- okay. But like the the look at like y'all said you planned your life, and it just seem sometimes the. And what pissed me off about the study is it seemed pretentious. Like this is the only way you can live your life is go be career woman out there. And, like, I've had these. I remember when my mom was alive and kicking, it was like she sometimes would have these thoughts. Oh, I wish I'd gone and been a traveling nurse and not married your father. Like, oh, that's a great discussion to have. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I'm sure that I'd get a little annoyed by, okay, it's just different cultures in this wide country of ours.
2: Yeah, I mean, different cultures, maybe. I. And then we're going to get on the topic of of the news and the fact that I can't stand to watch the news anymore. This makes I mean, me none, like you even more. None of the stations, none of them.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. You know, raising a nation of sissies mm. and a nation of entitlement, and well, we're Preach. not going to get off, Yeah, we're not going to get off on that subject. But you know, uh, and a lot of those things that they probably consider sexist our manners <laughs> just manners, yeah. yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Hold the door for a woman, open the car door for a woman. I mean, why is that sexist, and a lot of who was it? Oh, I don't know if it was a it might have been a friend of mine who I went to college with she's from the Birmingham area, lives in Chicago now, um not married yet, and she's looking, yes. <laughs> she's always posting about husband watch, but um she's she's a great person, but she um talking about you know. People, men walking in the door, you know, and letting the door shut in her face, you know, mm. instead of holding, you know, just just little things, um, you know. And why are those things considered sexist? Well, why I, isn't it just manners?
3: I remember being uh, taught. There was one article we had to read in school. It's the it's the birdcage theory. It's like right in front of your face. I mean, this is a chivalrous, nice thing to do, but that's part of a larger cage. That Like the manners are the lead-in to the larger structure of keeping you in your place, woman.
2: You know, it goes both ways. I mean, I don't let doors shut in in, right. in a man's face, I mean, or anyone walking in. I mean, it's just common courtesy is to southern, hold the door for someone.
3: I, and I hold the door for men and women. Like if I go into a convenience store or gas station, I hold the door for somebody. I don't care what sex they are. I um, mean, And I actually, when I visited D.C. last time, I think people were looking at me funny because I was holding the yeah, door
2: for yeah. folks.
3: And I think some of it is manners.
2: You're right. I, I know um, my brother-in-law is from Wisconsin. And he went to college in Florida, which is not really a southern state either. No. Um, but the I remember... farthest north you can get yeah, is Florida. It, it really is. I mean, that's where I'm from. So, yeah, I can say stuff about it. But, um... I know they've got two children that are the same ages as, as ours. Um, and I know, you know, when, when they were small and, you know, the issue came up of yes ma'am, no ma'am, yes sir, no sir, that type thing. It's just not, they just don't say that, mm. you know, where he's from. And it's just a sign of respect. I mean, it's not a sign that you are beneath someone or that you're, you know, trying to be over someone, it's just respectful. Right. You know? No, absolutely. That's just a different...
3: Different mentality. Different
2: mentality.
3: Well, and I had the weird kind of both worlds like my mom's side of the family from New Jersey and then military. So there's the respect is there but yeah. it's also New Jersey. People are up in your face and kind of in, in your face, I'll leave it at that. Whereas my dad's side was from here, from kind of Andalusia, and moved around working for the state here in Alabama, and so I'm 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 a mix of both of those worlds, and I, I don't want to forget this because the reason I brought it up is it is refreshing for me to hear y'all's story, and just anytime I, I talk to couples that have been married for a while. Because most of my experience with 20-somethings, some are getting married. They're starting that journey. But then there's a lot of, oh, my, like, I just got out of date with this person. I fell out of this relationship. There's a lot of instability. And so you don't even know, oh, is this person we're hanging out was going to last for another few months.
1: Well,
2: I find myself thinking the same things. You know, I have to remind myself how young I was when I got married because, you know, you see young people getting married – as young as we were, or younger, yeah, and you children think, that we babysat, yeah, <laughs> change their diapers, or yeah, getting married now. And you think, gosh, they're really young, and they you think, you know what? They're they're not. They're the same age that we were. Right. You know, I mean.
3: Oh, no, it goes back to what your point you said about raising a kind of a nation of sissies. Is sometimes I think we baby kids. Oh my gosh. Way too far into. I mean, I think y'all are going through that right now. Y'all's oldest is going off the is in college. Second year. Well, I'll,
4: I'll tell wow. you one thing. Now we we have made. You cannot make a mistake raising children that Lauren and I have not made. Mm. You can't do that. We have made every mistake possible. Except for we have never babied our children. That's good, yep. and and it it comes back to something. And Joey, you and I have talked about this many a time. It's not screwing up. It's you've got to suffer the consequences. And that's where when like and I and I know you kind of play a lot, but yeah, being pissed off about the the millennials. Yeah, it, it, you made a point that has registered with me. And I never thought about it this way. It's the parents' faults. It's it's not the children's fault. It's the parents' fault. Is not letting them suffer oh, excuse me. The consequences. The consequences of their actions. And 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 we I think that's the one thing we've probably done the best job at raising our children and raising children makes you grow up. <laughs> When you're single, yeah. or even a couple, even a married couple, is completely different than raising children.
3: Yeah. Well, I've noticed, uh, I mean, one of my roommates, he has two kids, and maybe, I don't think it was the military influence, he served you know, a few tours in the Navy, but uh, I think it's more the kids. Like, I can tell he already has, he still hangs out and we have a good time, one of the guys, but I can tell that he's been affected by it. There is a mentality of okay, I've got a twelve-year-old, I've got, I've got two kids that I have to look out for and care for and take care of, and it does change your mindset, though. And I think it would happen to me if I ever have a child, and probably will. But I, I can't fathom like the deadbeat dad who leaves. I can't fathom it. Like that's not who I am. Like I don't want kids right now. But if it happened man up and do it.
2: Well, your priorities change. I mean, you can still go out and have fun and, you know, whatever, but that's not your focus anymore.
3: Well and I've already hit a point where a lot of that stuff fun to me is like, well, it just seems like a waste of money.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Wait but but I mean beyond that, I mean it's just a sacrifice that you make if and I may step on some toes, but if you're gonna do it right, mm. it's a sacrifice that you make, uh our oldest is 20 years old, so 20 years ago, we quit doing anything, and until she was about 13 or 14, where she could help out really around the house, sure, we never even we didn't even go out to eat. I mean, we uh, no no <laughs> no. You I giggle. hear you. I hear but, you. But I mean that. I mean, no kidding. I mean we didn't do a freaking thing. Now we've gotten to the backside. Our baby is 12 now. Frizz. 42 oh. is 12 years old. Y'all did and something is, right with him. I like is, that kid. He's 12 going on 40. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, our other children, I mean, Nanny's 14. She's got a job. Uh, Sari's 16. Fixing turn 17. She's got a job. Sid's at Troy. She's 20. And I mean, they can take care of theirself, but we put the effort into raising our children to. We did not raise grown-ass children. Hmm. We raised young adults is what we did. And we've got, I I swear to you right now, if, if a bomb dropped on this station and we were all dead, my son could take care of himself. Right now, at the age of 12. Uh, Oh, I believe you after having talked to him a few times. But, you know, you have to, it takes a lot of focus and a lot of time, and it's hard as hell doing that. Yeah. The easy thing is to say, let me get that. Let me wash those dishes for you. Let me clean your bed up. Let me make your bed. That's the easy thing to do because you can do it 10 times quicker. But forcing them to do things and learn things as they're raised, and that changes the relationship as far as marriage goes. I was
3: about to say that yeah. as you, as you're, we entered into this conversation <laughs> about children, both of y'all are like nodding uh, and as the other is talking. And it seems like that, you talk about growing up together. It's like that's an aspect where you're both learning at the same time going, well... We and, made a mistake and, there, now let's do this and, way. And
4: see, that's the thing, Joey, is is marriage is, is mostly entered into as, I love this person. They give me a fuzzy feeling. Sure. I like being around them. Right. And the sex is just so good with them. Awesome. And that is all part of it. However, when you go through the, the hard times of raising children and going through all those times, and you start stick it out, mm-hmm. and you stay together through that and get through it, man, on the other side, it is so freaking good. On the other And that's what people are missing, and it breaks my heart for people that are married for 10, 12, 15 years, and they split up, and you're like, dude, if you just, just wait a few more years yeah. and get through it, I mean, it's just... Well, I don't know. We got to hit a break. At least for me it's wonderful. We got to hit a break here very soon, but
3: this person on line 1 um and by the way, I feel like I've been giving him like the kid gloves here. <laughs> like, that's because I, I I love you. Well, in you know, honestly
4: You've been having a great conversation <laughs> with Weena.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it no, it's it's going great, but I feel like I'm not getting enough dirt here. So two seven two nine two two eight. No,
4: we're not yes, getting into dirt. That
3: is the number two seven two
1: nine two two eight. She knows A-more's all my
3: secrets. <laughs> lovely wife Lauren is here. And she knows all his secrets. So if there's anything you ever wanted to hear about this joker here, 84. Oh, no. uh, oh, Randall's going to call now. 272-9228. And let's see who's been holding on line one for now. 29 minutes. Who's this? Uh, hey, this is Smooth Operator.
5: Hey, Smooth Operator. Oh, my god, she's worse than Randall. How, how y'all doing? Uh Ms. Norma there, you said, and some character named 48? Yeah, 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 that's
3: yeah. me. Something Hi. like that.
5: It's been really great hearing the conversation. I will say that marriage is a wonderful institution, if you like institutions. But, um, that being said, thank you for everything that I've heard in the process. Uh, I hope your wife ain't listening? I'm pretty sure she is, and I think that I probably just need to halt the conversation at this point. But, uh, but, yes, it definitely is a challenge, and, uh, and I definitely concur with what you were talking about earlier, uh, about enforcing, you know, uh, the rules consistently. So anyway, it is a a hard thing, and it is a long conversation, but I enjoy listening to y'all have, and thank you for everything uh, that the whole show does. And, again, I think I need to cut my rhetoric.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Probably be wise, my friend.
5: (laughs) Well, uh, I've heard... You might can cook a little bit, maybe one day. Yeah, a little bit. It. I'll teach you how to cook some ribs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a big rib. Thank sure. Thank <laughs> y'all. Thank you for waiting. <laughs> right, buddy. On. Have a good night.
3: We'll you. it sounds like y'all know each other real well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. He doesn't need to know the secrets. He already knows them.
4: Eh, some of them. Nobody knows all of them.
3: See, they're doing now the, yeah. the couple thing where they're like whispering and mouthing and like,
2: oh, oh. Okay. I wasn't sure who. I couldn't catch the voice, but now that he told me who that was, I know.
3: And by okay. the way, another thing about me, I, I'm very, I'm used to being a third wheel. I've picked up on like a <laughs> couple things. Um, we like, don't,
2: we don't do a lot of.
3: Well, no, not that y'all don't the annoying... I was just trying, trying not do to annoying. talk into the microphone. No, but y'all don't do the annoying things. No, you doing it earlier, and maybe it wasn't talking to the microphone, but the being able to communicate without actually saying the words. And then also, when I ask you certain questions, y'all both look at each other. Yeah. Well, and, and so, there's all sorts of stuff And, like and that. see,
4: that, that is... And that's the thing. It takes so much time to get to that point, Joey. Well, I'm trying to learn, though, 84. And but like, it's so beautiful when you can just... You can I can look at my wife and I know I'm like oh,
3: <laughs> the, but I mean I'm trying to learn is this is one of the things I've taken away.
4: I got one. I've been She's so a year older than I am. Cougar. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be right back, folks. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio I Hour. Good night. It's a good night. Did
4: everybody. See-
6: From 18 on up to 25.
2: Joey Clark.
1: I love him too. But I'm telling you. Learning how to really love takes a little time. Older women are beautiful lovers. I said-
4: Joey Clark.
3: Welcome back to the show. Now, this request goes out to Lauren from A Very Special 84. She's a yellow pair of running shoes, a holy
5: pair of jeans. She looks great in cheap sunglasses. She looks great in anything. She's, I want a piece of chocolate. Take me to a movie.
6: She's, I can't find a thing to wear. Now and then she's moved.
3: I gotta give a play-by-play play what I'm seeing in front of me. This song's very sweet. Like, as soon as this came on, folks, 84 looked at Lauren. You started grinning like an idiot, man. Like, waiting for something. You trying to make her cry? Oh, hes you're gonna cry. I ever
4: me cry, man. I'm telling you, Brad Paisley reached inside my chest and pulled out every single thing that I feel about my wife and wrote this song. Everything Except she doesn't drive a Saturn. She drives a Durango. Well, that's better. And yeah, without a sunroof. Oh, well, damn. Now you're gonna make me cry.
1: No.
5: Nah, she I mean... I'm, this is her. She's a cross around her neck. And a cussword cause it's money. Oh, that's pretty She's awesome. That,
4: I mean, that's Wayne. Baby, come and kiss me. She's a one, one glass, one glass, one glass one of wine. And i feeling kind of tipsy. She's the giver I which I could be. Straight. Stealer of the covers. Now, I steal the covers.
3: Oh, really? Oh, does he? He doesn't leave like, any for you? She's
4: not my unborn children. She's like my four children's mother. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, it's, I mean, it's perfect.
3: No, my mom was that
2: we way, by danced. The, way, with the wine.
4: Yeah. We, we danced to this touchy. song Saturday night, did we not? We did. Did I not call you on the way home? Yes, you did. And I said, can we dance in the kitchen? And we danced in the kitchen, just like on our first date. With
2: Frizz laying on the couch, <laughs> gagging. <laughs> Ooh,
1: gross!
3: <laughs> you all are melting my cynical heart in a very good way. It really is. This is uh, a like I was telling you all off air. There's just this part of my life right now is surrounded not just by me, by people who, for sometimes really good reason, uh, are, are very cynical about uh, things like this. So it's refreshing, very much so. But we can't leave. Uh, the elephant in the room hanging. Randall.
0: Hey, what's up, bro?
3: What's up, hell? Hey
4: Randall.
0: Hey, well, I Hey, I my got hand. my chain
4: on, bro. Hey, bro, it's I got true, my he chain does. on. She
3: does
0: have one on. I, w- I was really hoping otherwise I was really hoping she snatches off every year the of you on her anniversary night. I, well, like, it. I was hoping it broke in <laughs> four pieces. I mean, I can get the chain fixed, baby. You know what I mean? Hey, Brian's
4: jewelry. <laughs>
0: They can fix oh, they anything. Fix anything. They can clean it too. You know what I mean? If you if you bite down on it, they can fix it. This dent. I mean, ain't no problem. <laughs> I, um, I, I mean, I love y'all. This. I really and I really wasn't. I would never be putting the rain. But I, for night because you really y'all enjoy, it. brother. Thank you. you. You have brought. I mean, this is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you got a young couple last night that that ain't mad that's doing a different way you know what I mean, marriage, let's be honest, I mean, if you going to live step by step by that Bible, I mean, who are you fooling anyway? I mean, you know what I mean? So don't, it ain't no sense of I mean, Make it work. I mean, I love the way they're doing it. And then you got, you had tomorrow night, you got, you know, a young couple who married and started off, you know, didn't even stay together, you know, the whole, whatever, the whole nine yards that way. Then you got 84 that's done been through it. And then then you got me sitting over here who who was married for 20 years and got a divorce. I mean, I got married. I, I was married, I had two kids, double wide trailer on the hill, you know, 18. You know, that's, 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 that's what it was, but... Where you know nothing, nothing on life. I mean, I love how y'all say you put everything to the side and it's all about the kids. And don't get me wrong, it is. But don't let a kid take over. You know what I mean? Don't put her. Don't. I am mean, not talking eighty four. I'm just talking out loud. Don't. I, I was told I put her on the back burner when my daughter was born. But mm. a lot of things happened that she was born. Life's you know?
3: complicated, man. <laughs> Especially yeah. that part of life.
0: You well, know I mean man. you got you you, you gotta know how to you gotta know how to do both of them See, I'm not as good as eighty four. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't treat the woman that right. About yourself. I, I couldn't treat the woman right and my daughter right, you know what I mean? So I put one above the other and you gotta look out in that sense.
3: Well, I gotta feel well, Randall there's more to that story, but uh
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I oh, thank yeah. you for putting my well, show
3: over. I feel warm and fuzzy.
0: Man, they ain't taking show, but I want to hear, man, I can't wait tomorrow night and then put all three nights together and then see, I can, I can further my kids' marriage, you know, make sure they don't make a mistake. Because so I can take all three of these and say, "Hey, this is you know this is how it has be. This, is how, this is how it didn't work. This is how it is working.
3: Well, yes, yes, Randall, and that's kind of the point. This has turned into hopefully a couple's week, and Troy and I are essentially a couple. Uh, this has turned into a couple's week here on the Joey Clark <laughs> Radio Hour. Rumor, next, next week, divorces. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Randall, right, thank you for the man. All right, we'll see Jerry Springer next week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, here's a knife. Do something with a knife. (sighs) Well, let's take another call. Papa John. What's up, man?
6: Joey and 84 and 84's wife, you talk about a crowd. Now, this is really great. Thank you, Papa John. Thank you. I I really want to pull up an old W.C. Fields thing that says it all. And I'll try to do it in voice. Anyone who hates kids and dogs can't be all bad. The point he was making is, as a parent or someone who claims to own a child or own a dog, there's nothing more embarrassing than having that child or that dog misbehave. And that's one of those goals that I'm 84, you and your bride have got it right. You're showing a unified front. You're making sure that they learn to respect other people. And I, I'm I'm guessing you're even probably telling them you have to understand that other people may have beliefs from yours. You have to respect them, but you don't have to abide by them.
4: Oh, no, you I must make, abide.
3: Oh, you must abide. That's why we're making them a paddle, Papa John.
4: If 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 <laughs> you're on my property, you must abide. <laughs>
6: you know, your children will abide by yours. Now, there's one thing that I did tell uh, my daughters when they reached that age where, you know, you can start having problems. And I told them, I said, as a parent, I realize control is an illusion. As a young child, I had control of what you're doing. But as you get older, I have less and less control over your actions. So the thing you need to understand is that actions have consequences. And if you do something that's bad for you, that hurts you, it's going to hurt me, too. Except you're going to have to live with it even more than I am because it's going to affect your everyday life, and it may affect the rest of your life.
4: Well, and, and, so, yeah. and Papa John, I think, I think that was, <clears throat> and, and we, we've been trained on this, I think that was the hardest part of parenting is when you get a child to the point that you've got to make the decision now. I've, I've disciplined you all I can. You're to the age, you know. You're fixing the eclipse of age, hmm. and what you do is going to be lifelong consequences. You've got to decide: Are you going to behave? And, and we put it in a simple term like "behave." But are you going to do what is is right? Or if you're not, then you're going to have to suffer that. And to the the feeling you have when you really mean that and you walk away from your child and say, Do whatever you want to do mm. but you're gonna suffer the consequences it is it is I it is like ripping your heart out of your body. Absolutely and, and Absolutely. but you just lay it there and say, Hey, now you do. Now fortunately Absolutely. We've been in good shape so far.
3: Man, this is like grown-up right here. Some,
4: there's something I'll point oh, out Oh, it was too. hell. It was 10 degrees of hell for four years. I'm telling you. Well,
6: and the, another thing a lot of people don't understand is, it's scriptural. It comes out of Proverbs. You spare the rod, you spoil the child.
4: The rod of discipline. It. That doesn't mean you have to beat your child, but no, you don't the have rod to beat of them. discipline. They have to be right. disciplined, which is suffering but, the consequences of your actions. Yeah. But let's face it,
6: too. A little fear goes a long way. And I do believe that a child needs to have a little bit of fear about what could happen. Now, I've never beat beat my children, never beat my grandchildren, but all of them know they just don't need to push too hard. Oh, yeah. They've got to understand there are limits. And uh, if you abide by those limits, guess what? You're in great shape. You don't, you could get in trouble.
3: Well, Papa John, I I really appreciate the call, man. I really
6: do. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. You too.
2: Well, you're not raising children. You're raising adults. Amen. I mean, you're you're teaching your children how to be adults. You know, that's the point of. Yeah,
5: I wash mean, the dishes, the make your
4: bed up, Yeah, wash your clothes, fold yeah. your clothes up, put them in, why, why do I have to fold my clothes up? Because if you just take them out of the dryer and chuck them on your floor, they're, one, going to get dirty, two, they're going to be all wrinkled up.
2: I mean, yeah. you eventually want them to leave your house.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> they can't do that if they don't know how to be an adult.
3: Right. Oh, well, and there, I think, and my dad was, is pretty devil may care. I think my mom maybe went too far the other side where it became like the, the chores and the things you're supposed to do as an adult, which I'm learning the hard way. Uh, it, I rebelled against it because it became, not so much I'm teaching you this because it'll help you be a self sustaining adult, it became like, no, do it because I say so, and I was a little like, rebel, rebel, no, I won't make my bed, these sort of stupid things. But yeah. it is a balancing act, but I, we only have a few minutes left here, so okay, I want to get to know this guy better. <laughs> I know he's a pretty good cook in his own right, but what is this guy's like favorite meal? Hmm. Could be a number of them,
4: I'm sure. Oh, we play the newlywed game? Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. You better get it right.
2: I probably will not get it right. What's
4: my last meal?
2: The last one that I made? No. Or the one that like you Like he's about I to be executed you, is, I'm, for doing
4: wrongdoings. Uh, I just killed a man, and you're <laughs> going to cook my last meal for me. Mexican what have I told you? Is chip
2: casserole?
4: <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fried cube steak.
2: Oh, oh. Fried okay. cube steak. That like, sounds like, damn Like good.
4: country fried steak. Yeah, it sounds really yeah. good. Keep saying yeah, no and wrong country fried steak. Now, my be- I think personally, I think my best meal is the port loin pinwheel.
3: That, that is I make. really good. That's he, his he, best he one. He, he makes.
2: A, he is a really good cook. Okay.
3: He... I got to come down for one of these uh, football Saturday. Uh, yeah,
2: you know,
4: no, 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 no. You've been invited like seventeen times, and that's it. You're not getting okay. invited again. Fine. That's how it's going to be. Fine. You know, I, do you want to go? Do you want to go? No, you gonna throw me out
3: again? No, no, no. When we're when we're one on one, sure.
2: I'm okay? a, I'm Not a good cook. I got
4: my partner now.
2: I like recipes. I'm a good cook, but I need a. Re- I mean, I don't yeah. can't just ad lib and just come up with something. That's what he does, and he. He's an excellent cook, but he don't ask him what he put in it, or you know the amounts, or you know to write <laughs> right. you down a recipe because it'll will never be made the same twice. No, no.
4: We had on. now. This is a true story. Yeah, I, I've got I've got it. The world's best barbecue rub ever. Okay. I mean, it's just it's it's a real savory, you know, chili sure? infused yeah. type rub that you put on any you type speak of speaking my language. Yeah, and. And I kept making it and kept making it, and Lauren was like, how do you make that? I was like, you need to come watch me. Because you can't say it? No. And, And she looked over my shoulder one night, and I was just chunking stuff in. She was like, that looks like a half a cup of salt. Ah, oh, that looks like three quarters of a cup of this, you know, and, and you know, and and so we've got it written down. Now I've got it in stone, right. my rub, and it is freaking dynamite. That sounds
3: amazing. Now I have some follow up questions right. here. Okay, go ahead. He's often on News and Views. He has been on my show several times. Several times.
4: I was on your show on Saturday. Yeah. Maybe the only
3: guest you ever had on I Saturday. I know, I know. It goes way back with us. And then, I mean, you've been on Happy Hour, too, multiple times. He's always... And if he's not here in person, he's calling. Number one,
2: does this guy actually have a job? <laughs> I've been asked that quite a few times (laughs) lately. He does and he is a very, very hard worker. Okay. Always has been.
3: So that was that was the joke question. But in all seriousness, because he's always on air and we talk about air and radio, I try to be as much as I am off air as I am on air. Now I'm a bit more reserved off air, I'll admit that. And I think it's just an insecurity and a shyness thing. But Is this man right here, 84, Southern Wood, The Hammer, Clay Sharp, is he... Is that guy on the radio pretty much the guy you see in and around the world when he's not on talk radio?
2: Unfortunately, what you see is what <laughs> you get. I knew going
1: to say that!
2: <laughs> Which is a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing. Woo. I knew <laughs> but, she
4: was going to say unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you found somebody
3: to put he, up with? He him? really wow.
2: is. I mean, what you see with, with, with him is what you get.
3: That's awesome. That's awesome. No, and that's um, a lot of people have asked me what is it, what is this show about? <laughs> and sometimes I, I struggle fail. Well, because yeah, it's about nothing, but really, if, if I had to give a real serious answer, it's about my own personal story, other people's personal stories and journeys through life. So before we close the show, just so I can get this out, thank you for sharing. Tonight, and thank you for being here all the damn time. Thank you for being
0: here. I
2: enjoyed it.
3: Um, this is uh, fantastic, and I think we're just scratching the surface on the mystery that is the man, the myth, the legend, eighty-four. <laughs> and, and Baron, I, you owe me money. I told you she'd show up. Baron does owe you money. He really does. And uh, well, hey Joey,
2: heard the comment. I think that money needs to go to me.
3: I think so. Well, I think that's you're where the it deserve- always ends up, anyhow, <laughs> woman. Oh my we didn't Train. get into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see who this is holding on. We only have a minute left. Hey, who's this? You're on the air.
6: This is William B. I didn't realize it was so late when I called. I, I just I was trying to call the Dr. Joey show and uh, get <laughs> get a little advice. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Seriously. Uh, real quick. Great show. Uh, I, I agree with everything you said, even though I didn't do it. Long story. You know, I screwed up. But uh, yeah. Uh, I agree with everything you're saying about
5: raising kids.
3: Well, and William, uh, Doctor Joey's suggesting to you is: don't use any of those gas station shortcuts like that. Goat weed? Go get a doctor's prescription. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh man! Come on now! I, 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 what, what's wrong with the horny goat weed?
3: <laughs> and on that note, we have to close this show. Thank you for the go entertain though. yourself. <laughs> oh, what a night! What a night! Tomorrow night, Christy and hopefully her husband. So we'll continue this week. A another pers- third another
4: perspective.
3: Another perspective. Yes, and no one's necessarily right. I have a feeling like we're all the same age, so like it's gonna be like a it's gonna be a little it's different be dynamic. Interesting,
2: yeah,
4: y'all are. We ain't.
3: Well, fair enough. She's
4: much older than I. Oh
3: uh, sure. <laughs> Can I remind you of that? Yeah. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Be back tomorrow night. Tata.